Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. It's the right thing to do. Some of the, it's the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do. Doing what is right, especially when you are under pressure, is the right thing to do. Amen? Amen. When you, somebody attacks you and fights you, that's not the time for you to give five full ministries. It's a time for you to step back and know that the Lord himself will fight for you. You need to stay calm. Somebody turn to somebody and say, stay calm. The Lord himself will fight for you. Peter wrote to the church. He said, do not repay evil for evil or insults for insults. Let me ask this. Has anybody during the week have to use this message? Anybody here who had to use this message during the week? Praise the Lord had to use it a number of times. Do not repay evil for evil, insult for insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing. Hallelujah. Because to this you were called. In other words, that's a call of God upon your life. You are called. I am called to pay. You know, it's like somebody says, God has got a call on me. A call to go and preach the gospel. Praise the Lord. One of the ways for you to preach the gospel is to not repay evil for evil or insults with insults. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because this is your call. This is your mission so that you may inherit a blessing. In other words, there's a blessing, there's an empowerment that comes with your willingness to not repay evil for evil and insults for insults. Don't, let me warn you, don't always choose the easy path. Mm. Let me that sinking. Don't always choose the easy path. The Lord Jesus Christ was speaking to uh, his followers. He says, enter by the narrow gate. For, the, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in it. You probably know where I'm going now. But narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Don't you know that majority of the people want to fight back in the flesh? It's only a few select people who will follow Christ. Remember the Bible tells us he was beaten, but he was insulted, but he did not insult back. That's my paraphrase. How many of you here are followers of Christ? then read his story, follow his story, do like he would do. Because if you observe carefully, you will discover that the easy road in life are overcrowded with humanity. The level road is full of travelers who take the easy footpath. Does anybody know what I'm talking about now? Amen. These people know very little of the thrill of real living. How many of you want the excitement of real living? Amen. You're not going to get it in the white and broad road. Because winners, I have found out, that winners in life like the high road. So instead of you taking the... What I would think of as the low road. 
coming down to people's level. You have to try to raise people to your level. Winners in life, like the high road, the hard path, which often can be much isolated and lonely. Does anybody see what I'm talking about? But at the end, it's often more exciting and rewarding. Zipping up does not sound very exciting. But when you cool down, then you're going to say, Lord, I thank you that I did not bleed, bleed, bleed that was coming in. You know what you use. But when you take the narrow road where very few people, very few couples, where very few wives or husbands or friends take, you end up excited and you feel peace and you feel rewarded. Does anybody know what I'm talking about now? It makes you feel truly alive and fulfilled once you have chosen this path. Because anybody can focus on themselves. But I've found out that focusing all the attention on yourself while it is easy will prevent you from experiencing the deep joy of sacrificial and generous giving. Taking the high road often involves focused intentionality. What, what, I'm, uh, what am I saying? To, to, to take the high road and not the low road, you have to be focused on what you have just heard tonight and not become distracted. And you have to do it with intentionality. What, you, know, you have to make up your mind, intentionality. You have a, I'm going to be focused. I'm going to be intentional. I am not going to be allowing what, what, these noises to distract my attention. Somebody say, I'm going to be focused. I'm going to be intentional. Because if you are not intentional, you are not going to be able to apply the word. Because there are so many noises, there are so many things that want to distract your attention. There are so many things that want to throw you off. And you have to be focused. Tell someone to be focused. Be intentional. Because uh, your flesh will want to do one thing, but you have to intentionally decide, I'm going to do what is right. It often requires focused intentionality. It requires placing others ahead of yourself. It requires are setting aside ourselves and and sacrificing for our spouse, for our neighbor, for our children, for our co-workers, and for pastor, and uh, for the parishioners. That's why you have to be focused. That's why you have to be intentional, because if you are not focused, you're going to be distracted. If you are not intentional, your flesh is going to take over. See, telling people what is on your mind... When you are angry or annoyed, it's easy. It is very popular these days. You talk to your friend about what you did. He said, oh, I would, I would not let anybody do me like that. I would have given them a piece of my mind. But you come to find that they don't have any mind anymore because they have given up pieces here and there. And, 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 and you, you, you look at them and you say, this person doesn't have any mind. But he lost it to people that he should have ignored and become focused. I'm going to be focused. I'm going to be intent. If you don't make up your mind that you are going to do what is right, there's always going to be pressure for you to do what is wrong. It's so easy for you to tell people what's on your mind when you are angry, when you are annoyed. But that route is jam-packed with a lot of travelers. But how thrilling, how exciting it is to take the high road and enjoy the scenery and enjoy the peace. 
I'm talking about the road that masses of people are scared to take. They're frightened to take because they feel that somebody's going to take advantage of them. They're going to lose something. They never appreciate this road. It's always a joy to know genuine contentment because when you take the, the, when you take the narrow road, it may seem like you are taken advantage of, but at the end you are going to be content that at least you apply pastor's sermon, pastor's teaching. Because it's always a joy to know genuine contentment that results from being able to really listen without interruption. And the angel said, Amen. Amen. To many of us, let me say most of us, don't know how to take that high road of listening. Especially when somebody attacks you. You want to explain yourself. You want to end up just treading them out. You don't want them to get away with anything. Very few people have the gift of being fully present for another human being when they are talking. I'm talking about taking the punches without fighting back. And if somebody's going to tell you, well, it's so easy, but let me tell you this, it's not easy to take the narrow road. No one says that it is easy. Second Timothy 3, 12 says, yes. Somebody say yes. yes. And everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be appreciated by everybody. No, they will suffer persecution. Let me tell you this. Doing what's right is not always going to be easy, especially when you know that doing so may mean suffering for a while. There will be those who will deride you, those who will shame you, try to shame you, and make you feel ashamed because you've done what the world doesn't do. But you are always blessed whenever you take the high. Ooh, somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. You are always blessed when you take the high road. For one, you're going to keep your marriage. Or you're going to keep the job. Or whatever relationship it is. That's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 verse 11, he says, God bless you when he... People mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things again. See, people don't know you, and they will judge you when you do what is right. But God says you are blessed when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say, Kimukurema, Ariakatande, Ketendre, Bokuria, Makayanda, and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. You know, you know, when I read that portion of the scripture, I saw something that I'd never seen in this portion of the scripture. You know, in other words, instead of just being because you are my disciple, it is because you are following my footsteps and doing what I should be doing, what I would be doing in the same situation. You'll be blessed as you watch the Lord fight the battle for you. Because it's easier to give away a piece of your mind than hold it back. And know that when you keep giving pieces out, very soon you're not going to have any mind. It's easy to give away a piece of your mind. That's always easy than to bite your tongue and stay calm and pray before responding to false accusation or answering back your critics. It's easy to overreact 
when you are angry and frustrated, does anybody here understand what I'm talking about? When you feel hurt, when you feel taken advantage of, when you feel that you have the right to fight back. Has anybody here ever felt that you have the right to fight back? Now, let me ask you this. What if Jesus fought back? You will still be in your sin. You probably would have been dead today. You would not be keep a katande. Do you people understand what the Holy Spirit is saying to us today? It always feels good in the natural to fight fire with fire, even though we hate to admit it, even as Christians. Because you know what? Most of us want to get even. Now, let me just think it. Most of us want to be right in our argument. <coughs> Has anybody ever been there? Many of us, most of us want to attack back when we feel that we have been unfairly attacked. The truth, though, is that the thrill doesn't usually last long. Have you ever fought with your spouse and then afterward you felt so yucky? Or your friend, if you are not married yet. Or your boss. Or maybe with your employee, you were so worked up and you said something that when you went to the office and you said, well, I came down to the level. We usually end up feeling bad, wishing we had used restraint in this situation. I believe that that's why Margaret Sartre, we mentioned her last week, said that uh, disciplining yourself to do what's right, although difficult, is a high road to self-esteem and self-satisfaction. At the end, you feel personal satisfaction. I promise you that you're going to need this message for the rest of your life. When you do what is right in a very pressurized, difficult situation, at the end you know that you were right, though you were misunderstood, and that God is going to bless you for doing what is right. I believe that that's why Paul wrote to the Ephesians. He said, let all bitterness, some of them, let all bitterness, and wrath and anger kemoku tirikaya nakatandre bokushiketendere, Oh, Jesus, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with malice. Be kind one to another, tender-hearted. How many of you like to eat meat that is tender? So let your heart be cooked in such a way that it becomes tender so that you can become a blessing to people. Tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Let me warn you that it takes courage and it takes determination. Remember we said you have to be focused, you have to be intentional. It takes courage and determination to follow your convictions. What I mean is, is that uh, when you know what is right and you are under pressure, it takes a lot of courage and a lot of determination. I'm talking about focused and intentionality to follow what you know is right. That's why the Word of God tells us in Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6, in the Good News Translation, it says, Be determined. Some of them, be determined and confident because if you are not confident, if you do not have confidence in the word of God and confidence in what, what you are in Jesus, then you are going to try to prove to somebody that you are something that you really are not. Be determined and confident. Your God, the Lord himself, will be with you. He will not fail you nor abandon you. If you don't want that word, I keep it all to myself. Because let me tell you this, people. 
when you move in the direction of what's right and what is important to you, you are opening yourself up to risk and vulnerability. You know what I'm talking about. You're going to be vulnerable. You're opening the door for somebody to attack you unfairly. And that's why people don't want to let down that guard. What do you believe? What, 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 what do you believe is very important? Because if what you believe wasn't important, you wouldn't feel af- afraid. What, what I mean is this, I said, you know what you believe, but you are afraid that if you use it, you're going to lose. But what I'm telling you is, is that you don't lose doing the word of God. It takes courage. It takes determination. It takes focused intentionality to follow your conviction. Follow what you know is right. What you believe the word says. It takes determination to continue in the right direction. Especially when circumstances and people say that you are wrong. But you know what God's word says? It says be determined and confident. Somebody say be determined and confident. Why? Because your God, the Lord himself, will be with you. Now, let me ask you this. Do you want the world to be with you or you want God to be with you? I want God to be with me at any time. Because your God, the Lord, your God himself. Somebody himself. No, he's not going to send an angel. He's going to be there himself. And he will not fail you nor, nor abandon you. Somebody touch yourself and say, God will never fail me nor abandon me when I do what is right even though I'm under pressure. Is it going to be easy? The answer is no. Will it sometimes be scary? The answer is yes. But let me tell you this, my friend. You can feel afraid and still move in the right direction. You can still feel afraid and move in the direction that is meaningful and that is consistent with your values and with your goals. What is your goal? Your goal is to keep the marriage, is to keep the job, is to, is, is to mirror Jesus, to let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. When, when you come to think about it, most of us don't go around looking for trouble, do we? We're not going around looking for fight. What most of us truly want is peace with our friends, with our neighbors, with our loved ones, with our spouses. And I heard the angel say, Amen. Amen. Many of us don't want revenge, especially those of you who are members of the Abundant Life Word Fellowship. We've sat under this word for some time. You don't want revenge with your detractors because you know that that it's just a distraction. But sometimes when your ego pops up and the flesh pops up, that's when we seek revenge. No, somebody says, well, does that necessarily mean that I have to continue to stay in a toxic and abusive relationship now? Well, somebody said, oh, yeah, I'm going to divorce my husband. No, that's, I wasn't talking about your husband or your wife or your children. But what I'm saying is, is that the, you need to pray about this and don't just do anything in the flesh. Does it mean that you have to keep unhealthy relationships or allow people to continue hurting you for the sake of peace? No. What it means is that we don't stoop down to their level. But let me tell you this, most of our relationships are not toxic. Because if it was toxic and it was going to kill you, why did you take the job? If it was toxic and it was going to kill you, why did you marry him or why, why did you marry her? Most of the relationships 
are not toxic. And like I said, you know, as I was saying, as I was meditating on this, the Holy Spirit says, if most of yours are toxic, then you have a problem. In other words, if all the people that you surround yourself with are those people that are going to kill you, then maybe you are in the wrong environment. You want to deal with it before it does some damage to you. You know, I've seen situations, especially with ladies. They are in this very toxic relationship. The person is abusing them verbally, physically, uh, in whatever form. And they would come to our office. I, I said, uh, so what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to kick him out. I said, is it beat me or I said, take a restraining order. They take a restraining order. But guess who broke that restraining order? It was the same woman. You see them in the mall. I said, what about the restraining order? The restraining order is still there, but they can't restrain themselves. And then, check this out, Brenda. They will come back to you. They call me and say, I want to see you in the office. I thought that they're going to say, we have broken up. He said said that uh, for some reason I wanted to give him a chance and he's beating me again. That's a toxic relationship. That's poisonous. And if you don't do something about it, it's going to kill you. So I'm differentiating that from an altercation or misunderstanding with your wife or with your boss or with your, you, you, you know. There are some relationships that you can work on and improve to keep it. But if somebody is abusing you, Verbally, physically, and any other way, you really need to pray and ask God, do you want me to stay in this relationship? Because if he tells you to stay, he's going to give you the grace. So he's not going to have you call pastor. Because that was a decision between you and the Lord. You call pastor for counseling. I have been counseling. I've been talking and talking. I'm almost dropping dead for talking to you. Now, I want to qualify this. That doesn't necessarily mean that you should not call pastor and share things with pastor and let pastor pray with you. But uh, Brenda, over the years I have seen, especially with ladies, I don't know what these men do to them to get them so drugged up. They would be almost like coming with bandage on the head. It's a bit, I love him. Oh, you love him? I don't want my wife to love me like that. I can tell you that. I take time to say that because I want us to be able to have that balance. Work with your wife, with your boss, with your employees, with your friends, and so on and so forth. Call pastor, I'm going to stand and pray with you. If you need genuine counseling, my wife and I, we are always there for you. But you know what? I have found out that we like to invest in this illusion that that that. Attacking somebody shows your strength. Then when you attack somebody, you are trying to protect yourself. No, that's an illusion. That's a mirage. Somebody said, don't invest in illusion. Because attack is an illusion of strength and protection. I'm going to protect myself. And then why do you feel so bad after you protected yourself and then you pull and you sat down, you thought about what you did? True protection is love and forgiveness. When you fight back in the flesh, you are feeding the illusion. You are feeding the mirage. How many of you have ever driven in a very hot day? And when you look, uh, it seems like there's, there's some water on the ground. There's no water there. Tell somebody, say, don't feed the illusion. In other words, an attack to prove yourself right, an attack to show that you are strong, that's an illusion. It's going to destroy your relationship. 
love and forgive. Because when you fight in the flesh, guess what? You are feeding the illusion. When you do what is right, you are starving the illusion to death. Did anybody get what I said? And the Holy Spirit said that to me. I said, wow. So be determined to rise above attacks. I'm talking about the hits, the chaos, the drama. How many of you know what I'm talking about, the drama? Rise above that and invest in love and forgiveness. And then watch God fight your battles for you. You know what the bottom line is? Protect yourself if you need to protect yourself by moving away from a toxic relationship, a dangerous relationship. Pull pull away from insulting people that want to bring you down to their level, but forgive and choose to do what's right. Because when you do what is right, you will walk away stronger than ever before. You will walk away with peace. Because you know what, Brenda? Miracles are always found in taking the high road. And doing what is right by God's word always sets you free. Turn to somebody and say, so let's go for them. Let's go for doing right. Staying on God's side. I don't know about anybody. I've learned so much from this. Let me tell you this. If it wasn't this teaching, I don't know. I don't know. How many times I would have lost it this past week or two. But I'm so thankful. Are you thankful to God that he brought this message at this time? Someone said God is good. He's good all the time. I'm so glad that he loves us enough to prepare us. You're going to need these notes. You're going to need this message. I would, I would invest on taking this. And if you don't have... A CD on your car, you probably still do have it at home. Yes. I would listen to this message again. You know what? Because when I go home, I'm going to watch me preaching. And sometimes I watch me preaching and fall asleep and then roll back to where I remembered. Father, I want to thank you very much indeed for your people. Thank you for the word that you've given to us. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Uta. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.